0: What's up, folks? It is Friday night. Yes, Friday night in a chilly environment here in Tampa, which normally in Tampa is not this cold this time of the year. But unfortunately, it still is. The good thing is tomorrow for those who live here locally, we have Gasparilla and you guys know When it's time for the Pirates to come out, everyone tends to get a little bit crazy. So we hope that everyone enjoys themselves tomorrow in downtown Tampa. Of course, then during the evening hours in Ybor City, it is Gasparilla, the adult version. And if you've never been there, I would say you might want to go at nighttime. Don't bring the kids. Whatever you do, don't bring the kids. But it's a lot of fun at Gasparilla. And nonetheless, as well, talking about having fun, my guest, Bree Bragg from the Kokomo Post. And with the Kokomo Bobcats, I had the most fun in the green room talking to Bree. so I can't wait to bring her on so you guys can meet not only the personality, Just how much fun she is just speaking to her behind the scenes. So thank you to Brady taking the time for coming on with me tonight. And thank you the viewers who listen in here nationwide, of course, international, out from Italy, France, uh, lately from Australia. We appreciate everyone tuning in, especially down in South America. We appreciate every single one of you for supporting the show. Also, the TBL Today As far as the Charlotte Probo Jackets, making a huge announcement, which I will tell you here on the other side, but we plan, as always, to have as as much fun as possible here on Broad Street South, and of course, the Draft Combine is coming up this weekend as well, which I will be there. I'll be doing some live shots from the Combine, so I can't wait to get up there. Meet a lot of team market owners, of course, David and Evelyn, who I've been gracious enough to be able to meet when I was with the Titans, and now I will be broadcasting for the Charlotte Purple Jackets. So a lot of hats to be worn this season, but I can't wait for the season itself to kick off. So with that being said, it is episode 175. I do appreciate, again, everyone's support. And as soon as we flip over to the other side here, Bree Bragg will be joining me here live on Broad Street South. So with that being said, Thank you, everyone. We hope you're enjoying your Friday evening. I'm Angel Martinez for Sports Radio 102.9 and Broad Street South. Welcome to Broad Street South. Power up here. Here it is, Bree Bragg from the Kokomo Post and Hi. the Kokomo Bobcats. Bree, thank you so much for joining me this evening. I do appreciate it.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited.
0: Oh, you're welcome. And as I said to everyone here in, in the beginning, and of course you can hear in, in the in the green screen. But the the fun part is is that you get to meet people, right? And you get to network with folks. And you bring guests on, and sometimes you get to hear nice stories either before or after <laughs> the episode is over. And it's been fun talking to you for a couple of minutes, you know, behind the scenes and, and just going back and forth and things that we end up doing. So I want to recap a couple of things for everyone who's listening and tuning in tonight, because again, it's much appreciated of everyone tuning in. But uh, first of all, you have number one, and which I've learned the crazy schedule of balancing so many different hats between one is being a mom and congratulations to you and your husband for Thank having you. two healthy kids. That's more important. Yeah. But also being multimedia with the season right around the corner where we're about 30 some odd days, if not less than that for it, for it happening. I asked you before, I'm going to ask you again, what does it take not only to just be Brie brag for everyone, but then for Brie time, whenever you have that time,
1: well, Angel, we were talking, like you said, a little bit before the show started here. And like I stated before, there's not a whole lot of time for Brie right now. So between working full time um, and having two kids, um, there's there's not a whole lot of free time happening currently, but... Um, yeah, there's a lot of arts and crafts, a lot of drop-off and pick-up at school. Um, there's a lot of 9 to 5 um, and some extra stuff in between there. And then there's uh, the Bobcats that are just around the corner. So that will definitely add some hours onto that schedule as well. But, hey, I wouldn't trade it for anything. We're having a good time. And when I do get a free uh, bit of time, I, I like to enjoy local arts. I like music. That's kind of how I got started here. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what I like to do when I get some free time.
0: Well, and again, it's tough, too, because so for people who have never decided to come into this realm of the world, when it comes to media, when it comes to content creation, I think people don't understand Like, it's not copy pasting. You just can't go and and see what someone else is doing on YouTube or TikTok and then come out. Oh, I can do exactly what they're doing it's the investment time, it's having the patience, it's putting all these different little items together in order to be successful. And not only for, obviously for you, for the company you're working for, and then if, if you decide to go on your own, that's a whole different story as well. But I think that's where people get things mixed up is that it's hard to put the time and effort together. When you have a family, especially with you again, with two young ones, it makes it extremely hard because between you and your husband have to play that balancing act like, okay, who's gonna watch you know the yeah. children this evening? When does mom have time to do things that she has to do? And on top of that, then you know yourself when it comes to scheduling someone, sometimes it's tough because I'm fortunate. We usually, I, I able to do it at nighttime with everyone else. Every once in a while, I do get one during the day? But for you, because most of your time is invested during the morning. Now it seems like you're going to be running 18 hours because you have your usual show in the AM and then you'll have the broadcast in the evening time for a So How do you at least get around to scheduling things without kind of conflicting your own schedules?
1: Here's the thing with me is that I'm notorious for conflicting my own schedule a lot of the time. So I wish I could tell you that I have it all figured out, but I really don't. Um, my my schedule is pretty consistent at work at the Kokomo Post. So I'm I'm there Monday through Friday doing what I need to do. Um, and then Bobcat season arrives, um, and this is my third season with them. And then I just kind of roll with the punches from there. I, I check out the schedule. I know when I need to be there. I am um, I'm early to get there and I'm late to leave because I, I'm nosy. I want to know what's happening before and I want to know what's happening after. So that that uh, two-hour game typically stretches into a, a four- to five-hour long event for me. And then, you know, I was talking to you before. It's really become a blessing for my family because they're super involved, um, with the Bobcats as well. Uh, so it's been a fun family activity for us. So I'm grateful for that. We spend a lot of time together at those games. Um, and yeah, and then we come home and we put some kids to bed and then we do school. And then when the weekend comes, we stay up late and (laughs) we just enjoy our time, probably chilling on the couch, watching some Netflix.
0: Well, everyone uses the whole Netflix and show, of course, yeah. you know, for many, many years now at this point. And, and by the way, for those Netflix, here goes your free plug. But for those <laughs> who like to share their passwords, you guys are about to pay the price because Netflix is starting to harp down on, you know, people just going around and like, oh, yeah, here's my password. So just True. get your own account. It's 20 bucks, whatever it is, 12 bucks. It's not like you have to bet the farm.
1: It's, it's rising all the time. You know, it started at seven dollars and here we are yeah. at 20. But I, I don't know about you, but as the, the resident account buyer. I'm starting to kick some people off there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, It's true. Well, because sometimes I know like when it initially started, it, everybody did it. I don't care who it is. It was like, Oh boy, well, you know, it's if my sister calls me. Yeah. Here's my password and this and that. And then until they started getting their own, you know, their own accounts, but everyone's guilty of it. So Netflix don't hold it against everybody. I mean, if not, Maybe charge, I don't know, two bucks for the extra password. I,
1: but That's an idea.
0: Man, they, they yeah. They just got to take care of business. I understand it. But and you talked about before as well, which I, I found very, very interesting as far as being a singer, which again, yeah. that takes a bundle of nerves. You said you were doing it when you were younger and a place you tried out for. So I, I want for everyone to hear it as well, because that has to be obviously doing media content again, just to separate the two. When you're a singer, there's a different setup. Which obviously that you know, different ways you you know how you schedule things, how your voice is, how you're supposed to take care of yourself. Yeah. Completely different from just speaking into this thing and worry about how your throat feels that day. For sure. So, I like to know when you got started as far as wanting to become a singer, and then how far did you get in your career?
1: well. Um, it started very young. I was probably my son's age, around seven, when I decided uh, that I really liked music and I really enjoyed singing. So of course, you know, it started with your your school talent show. So it started there. Um, and then I think my family realized like, hey, she's, she's kind of good at this. So um, my mom was a big cheerleader for that. Uh, so I begged her to do all of the singing things. I wanted to do all the shows, all the talent shows, the karaoke contest. I wanted to audition for all the things. So I spent a lot of my youth auditioning, which like I said before, where there's they're still some of the best times of my life. They were crazy and fun and lots of late nights and random cities and lots of auditions. So that's really where it got started. Um, I think my audition, most of my audition journey, uh, started when I was 16 because that meant that I could start auditioning for reality shows. So I have auditioned numerous times for American Idol and The Voice and America's Got Talent and anything you can think of, I've probably auditioned for it. Um, and, and that is not what you see on TV. I always love the questions I get with that because it is not at all what you would expect it to be. Um, so I've spent a lot of time. Sleeping on sidewalks with my family, waiting for times to get into auditions. I have slept overnight in cars with my mom while we uh, bounce from city to city, trying to find uh, a hotel that will let us get ready there for a couple of hours so we can go to the audition. Um, So I did a lot of that. Um, when I was younger, I guess um, I did a local talent show here, which actually led to bigger things than I could have imagined. We had a local talent show here called Kokomo's Got Talent. The city that I live in is is Kokomo, Indiana, and um, it was a big deal back in the day. I don't I don't know how they pulled it off. I would like to know because I'm very much involved in city things now. I would love to know how they pulled this off. But they had some big timers come to the city. Okay, so they had some producers, uh, some managers. Uh, some scouts. And then they also had, the judges were 112. So I don't know if you're an R&B fan, but 112 was a really big deal back in the Mm -hmm. 2000s. They're they're most known for their song called Peaches and Cream, which was a billboard topper. Uh, So they were the guest judges. And I think I came in second place in that contest. Um, But I took, I took it to heart. If I, if I didn't win, I, w- I was a bad loser, I was a sore loser, it broke my heart, um, but the, pr- the producer there, he really liked me, so he wanted to introduce me to 112, so we got to do that, and that kind of led to other things with him, so I spent some time in the studio with him, recorded some demos, was really into, uh, or interested in, Radio Disney when I was really young, um, so yeah, I, I recorded a demo with him. I spent a lot of time in the studio um, at a really young age and then as a teenager um, with some different endeavors. Um, but yeah, so, so I did that from youth to my teenage years. And then after I graduated high school, I met my Prince Charming and I got married at nineteen, and then a lot of things changed for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's that's one thing. When you said that originally to me you know, before we came live here, I, it's it's funny to hear that because if anybody usually gets married at a young age, like oh my god, what were you thinking? You, you didn't get to enjoy life because some people go through. Uh, I I won't say my exact age, even though it's, you know, if you add 21 a couple of times, it'll end up getting up there. Okay. But, you know, some people end up going through like their mid-50s and stuff. They're like, well, I got married when I was 18 years old. Now I want to live life. Right. So with you, it's been kind of like the reverse. You've almost gone your adult years back to your teen years. And then now you're back to like the young adult years because how it's worked out in your life, which has been pretty much a a real big blessing. So. When you talk about as far as singing, and and we've seen the shows, obviously, what we see on TV, I'm pretty sure it's completely different from what you had to deal with behind the scenes. (laughs) So if there's one experience that you can actually take back and remember, something that we normally wouldn't see on TV that you can share with us, what is it you could possibly share?
1: So my, my most wild experiences were always at American Idol auditions because it was so different than what I ever expected it to be. It was the most unglamorous situations, which I'm sure, you know, as as the show went on, I'm sure that they they got better processes. But you would go, you would wait in a line of thousands and thousands of people just the the news would be there there were literally helicopters to get all the footage because there were so many people there um for the audition so you would go you would wait in line just to get a wristband and then you'd have to come back the next day and do it all over again to get through the doors to audition and that's you're your fifteen seconds of fame, if you got it, so uh, they typically held the auditions in some kind of stadium, typically a football stadium was the biggest stadium that they could get to fit people in, and they needed it um, and, and here's what we were told from the beginning. I don't know if this is true, so if you have any viewers that are former audition kids or something, maybe they'll know, but we were told uh, through the rumor meal uh, through the rumor mill that uh, this is what they do. they break you up into into five so so one, two, three, four, five, all the ones go here, all the twos go here, all the threes go here, right? Um, And then they have about 15 booths set up down in um, the arena. And so they, they split you up and they put you at the booth. Well, this is what we heard is that each booth had a goal. So maybe booth one was the good people. Maybe booth two was just the blooper people. Maybe booth three was really entertaining people. So regardless, if you made it to a blooper table, if you were good or not, they weren't looking for you that day, so they had to pass on you, which still, I don't know if that's true, but it really stuck with me uh, going forward and and getting to see and experience some of the singers that I saw that I thought were incredible, that I watched them get cut in seconds, or the people that were clearly not good that were moving on. Um so, yeah, that happened. I remember, I don't know if you're an American Idol fan or not, but um, mm-hmm. back in their earlier days, there, there was a woman that was on, and they, everybody referred to her as Bikini Girl. Um, and that's because <laughs> she came in a bikini, and she auditioned in a bikini, and she, she got some airtime for that. Um, she sat next to me during a lot of the audition phase. Um, but, yeah, so I, I remember I went up with her. We were in the same group of five. They sent us up there. I sang for maybe seven seconds before they put their hand up and they stop you. They ask you to walk back. They let all five people sing. Then they bring you all up and they say, you, you, and you can stay. The rest of you leave. And so I remember I got the boot on that one right away. I didn't I didn't move on very far at all at that one. And you know, I was young then. I was—that was, was my—I think that was my first American Idol audition. And I cried and I cried. And one of the producers um, felt bad. She was really nice, and she came and she gave me a hug. And she said, "Hey, I just want you to know that you have a beautiful voice." but we cut you because you're boring. <laughs>
0: oh, get out of here.
1: <laughs> oh and my I was God. like, I'm boring? What? Which I was, I was a really shy kid. Um, I was the kid that turned tomato red. Anytime I had to talk to somebody, I, I, didn't have a lot of confidence and that really, really stuck with me. That comment after I watched bikini girl move on and I got sent home. Um, I remember that drive home. I cried the whole drive home. I think we were in, the, um, Louisville, Kentucky. I think that where that audition was at but I cried all the way home and my mom was like all right let's move on get it together pull yourself together you're fine like there's more auditions they were actually hosting auditions in a lot of nearby cities so we were actually getting ready to pack up and head to the next one and my broken heart couldn't take it I said just take me home I'm I'm, I'm boring mom I can't do this (laughs) so I think that really stuck with me and helped me you know um it it as much as it hurts, I think it's good to get knocked down a few pegs <laughs> when, yeah. when you're younger because I, I definitely at times had a big head, um, and I, I definitely needed to be knocked down a few pegs, um, but but that killed my confidence, and then I went home, and I thought, I'm not going to be called boring anymore, so <laughs> then I wasn't.
0: <laughs> I would bet, but that's the first one, that's going to be a, a, a huge slap in the face because that's crazy, but if I'm doing it correctly, Bikini Girl, I think, only made it. I, not even to the next round, if I remember correctly, because she was out of there early.
1: She was out of there pretty early. I think she did get a golden ticket. I think she moved on to that phase where you could at least go and, and see the judges, because that's a, that's another common misconception. They always say, oh, did you see Simon? Did you see Paula? No, they're not there. They're not there at all. Um, and, and, you know, most of the time, the, the host isn't even there. So back then, it was, it was Ryan Seacrest. Uh, but, but no, Ryan Seacrest isn't there either. They just have a ton of producers, and you sit in this giant stadium and they make you say a hundred times over for the camera you're watching American Idol and if somebody's off then they make you redo it so it was just a lot of that it was not at all what I expected but still no matter how many times I got cut still some of the best days of my life I had so much fun doing that there's so many days that I'm like oh, I miss those days those audition days were so fun and chaotic and I was such a baby probably seeing and doing things I shouldn't have been doing at that at that pace <laughs> in my life, but it was so fun.
0: Well, I would bet. I mean, it, it's first of all, that, see, because we don't get to see this stuff, right? That's all you you hear, yeah. all you see. Which I kind of so early on, I I thought my sister and I used to watch it. I used to think the same thing. Like, there's no way that he went through all those people in that crowd and they came in front of everybody. So at least there's truth in what you said. That you know they're not there. And but man, that's wow that that is a big kick in the gut, especially someone who tells you you're boring, <laughs>
1: that, especially when you're sixteen, you know? Yeah. When, you, when you think that you're you're the just the coolest kid on the block and somebody tells you you're boring, wow, that really gets you,
0: yeah, that would man, boy you have i I think I probably would have had some choice words when I was sixteen back then and they' really say, what uh, do you learn? Hear. As you grow and and that that's just incredible. But you know what? It's a so in a way it is good because like you said it it does make you a little more humble. You've gone to bigger better places right now, and you're young still, so you never know where you're gonna end up, which is great. And and for me, see now it makes me even a bigger fan of Bree because at least at this point, I get to see all the different steps you end up taking to where you where you're gonna be, which is it's exciting. And so it's it's. It's fun. It's fun to get to know somebody, especially you get to hear a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that again you don't get the chance to hear it. When if we were talking, like if, if let's say we were at a bar that night, and I happen to come across you and your husband, and yeah. we get into conversations, you wouldn't get probably that detailed into a conversation because we're at a bar. And like okay, like right. I'll, I'll throw this guy a crumb or something and speak to him a little bit. So in in a platform like this, you get to hear a lot more things. But it's fun because this is where people get to know you as the person yeah. versus getting to hear about everything else you end up doing. So, it, you know, it just, I enjoy it and, and I love the story and it's absolutely fantastic. But before we get into more Kokomo talk and, and more talk as well with you, also for those who are tuning in tonight, we do appreciate it, it is episode 175. I am here with Brie Bragg with the Kokomo Post and Kogomo Post Media and also joining me, which has become pretty much like my dad, great friend. And he's always, always around. Let me bring up this screen here to just to surprise Bree a little bit. Oh. It is the president of the TBL. And also if uh I see Anthony hanging around there in, in the background, maybe Anthony or the feet will end up coming in. But uh David, first of all, thank you for joining us tonight. I do appreciate and I know I saw the basketballs delivered to your house. I just want to say I just wanna reserve just one. You, Evelyn sign it, and then I'll just take it back home. They're yours. We got one Lord, for you. Good
1: surprise. Look at this.
0: Well, Am I on? Yes, you're on.
1: Okay.
2: Well, I you know, I only wanted to, to jump on to let your listeners know that, that how blessed they are today to get this young lady to talk to. She is amazing. She brings so much energy to our games. She is in a good place all the time. And quite frankly, the 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 Kokomo faithful love her. She's she's not, she's like the opposite of the player. She's tiny and she's <laughs> and she's petite and she's out there. And the first year she was she was two people. They got they got to pay two for the price of one because she was fairly pregnant the entire time. And yeah. um, just her energy and the fun things that she does, Angel, away, hey Anthony, away from the court, you know, where where she goes to practice and, and she tries to get the boys to sing the Kokomo Beach Boy. The Beach Boy song, and none of them know the words, and and it's just it's just hilarious, because what she does for us is she takes and brings the personality out of our guys, and the the biggest thing that that we love about one of the biggest things we love about our league is that our our guys have amazing personalities and we don't get to see them, so with Bree, you know, the the encore stuff's incredible, but the additional stuff that she does away from the court where we really see the guys, you know, trying food that they haven't tried or doing things that are—they're just great. And then the guys get excited because one of the coolest things about the Kokomo Bobcats is about eighty percent of the home games, someone's dancing at the end of the game. So when the <laughs> music starts bumping, you'll look up and there'll be eight kids. And next thing you know, there's a there's a couple little kids from the stands out there, and and they're just having fun, and it's it all starts with with, with Breeze Energy. And so. I just want to get on and let y'all know who you're talking to today and how special and mom, we appreciate her.
1: Wow. David, wow. I might shed a little tear right now. That's so sweet. <laughs> I, I was actually <laughs> no, hoping that uh, Angel would, would bring you guys up because... Um, I, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, the TBL before we went live, and I told Angel, this is my first go-around with sports. I've never done sports before. I've always just done entertainment. Um, So I did not know what I was getting myself into before the game started. I thought, what are you doing? And then I got there, and it was so much fun. And David, you've always been so sweet to me. Um, And, you know, Coach Cliff is amazing. Love him. Um, And all the guys are a blast. I, I have so much fun being a part of the TBL family and a part of the Bobcats family.
2: Well, and it's funny you say that, Bree, because as I said, you're spectacular. Coach Cliff, two-time NBA champion with Michael Jordan, and he is so humble about all of that. He's so accessible to the fans. Great smile. I remember they were not very good in their final game against Albany. And he stayed out on the center of the court and shook every Albany fan's hand. Took pictures with them, flashed his smile. I know what it feels like to lose that final game, and it doesn't feel good. But Coach Cliff went past that because it was for the good of the game and for the good of the fans. And that's the kind of person he is. And, and with Anthony on, I'm certain he's going to get to his major coach hire today, who's another NBA champion and has that same personality, maybe bigger than Cliff's personality. This guy is one of the best, best personalities in the history of sport. So uh, I'll let him get to that. But I promised my wife to watch a movie tonight. But I'm like, i got to sit in <laughs> and give Bree some love.
1: Well, please send Evelyn my love. And I can't wait to see you guys on the court soon.
3: We'll see you guys. Same here, Coach. Tell, tell Mrs. Maggie. See you next week, Angel. See you next week, Anthony.
0: Yeah, hey, guys. Coach, I'll see you next week.
1: Coach. Bye-bye. <laughs> what a good surprise. That was great.
0: Thank you, thank you. Well, I tried to do two surprises. One was with David, and then the other one here with the team market owner of the Charlotte Purple Jackets, where I will be doing the play-by-play and broadcasting this year, which I'm super excited. But then, this drops today, if you guys can see it up there on the screen, Glenn Big Baby Davis, just out of nowhere, Anthony drops a huge nugget to everybody today, and that's the big breaking news from the CBL, for those who've been hanging around, that the former NBA champion with the Boston Celtics, also former player with the Orlando Magic, signs today his inaugural coaching debut with any team, but he chose the Charlotte Purple Jackets. So, Anthony, first of all, thanks for joining us this evening. I know you're getting ready and prepared for the draft combine like the rest of us here, but, man, huge news.
3: Um, It's incredible news. Um, and, And it just fell in our lap, so... We're really excited about Glenn. As a matter of fact, before I came on, I talked to him and he said he's ready to do your podcast.
0: Well, I do appreciate it. That's that's gonna be fun. So, uh well, I guess I don't I don't know if we if we drop a hint now or if we would we, we just wait for a little bit and then then drop it.
3: <laughs> well, we we just dropped it.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> it's true. So, uh well. With uh, Big Baby and myself, we're going to be doing the Real Talk podcast, which should be a lot of fun. I, I can't wait to, to get that one kicked off. And it'll go throughout the throughout the season, um, throughout the TBL season. And then during the off season. who knows? Anthony will be a part of it as well, so it should be a lot of fun. And and I'm, the great part will be there still be news to come. I can't wait until opening weekend. I'll say that much down in Charlotte. That's going to be a lot of fun. So as I told Glenn the other day on the phone, and uh, – Bree, you weren't there, but I told him, you know, like my hand obviously is nothing in comparison to his. So I'm probably going to have like little fingers compared to that massive hand when he goes to shake it. But, you know, I I can't wait to meet him and it's just it's going to be a remarkable season.
3: Yeah, he's really excited. Um, We got really lucky. He actually reached out to us um, and he's just super excited to be coming to Charlotte. Um, As as this league continues to grow as, as Mr. Magley said and And everybody in this league, you know, we're just trying to incorporate the NBA and incorporate, you know, and make this a better product every year. And, um, you know, I think Glenn provides that for us. He provides a lot of visibility for our team. Um, Today's social media is going crazy for us. Uh, We've had 150 kids want to come try out all of a sudden. And, um, you know, I I just think. He brings a different level of of entertainment, coaching, um, notoriety, spotlight to uh, not only Charlotte but the TBL. And so he, like as I said before, I jumped on with you guys. He he was super excited um, talking about what he wants to do and what he looks to accomplish in Charlotte. And um, we're just really really excited to have him. We're gonna let him. We're gonna let him go and do his thing and you know, hopefully bring some of that magic. And what's interesting is um, he's already brought a certain level of celebrity to uh, Charlotte in the TVL. I've had some conversations with some people who I probably wouldn't have had conversations with a week ago (laughs) um, (laughs) before we decided to sign him. So we're really, really excited for it.
0: That's good. Cool. Congratulations. I will say selfishly, Brie, this is where I'm going to bring you into this conversation here. Hi. Selfishly, okay? And I'm going to have to speak to Kokomo about this. I'm going to have to move your opening day. I don't know if you guys, do you guys open on the 4th?
1: I would honestly, I would have to look at the calendar. I I don't know. I know it's in March. I know it's in March.
0: Okay. Well, here's what I'm going to say selfishly. Uh, you need to bring Brie for the national anthem down there for the... Oh. The opening game because I'm I think you would. i be- I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Every
3: time you want to come to the Queen City, you have an opening.
1: Well, great! I will put that on my travel to-do list. That sounds like so much fun.
3: Come on down to Charlotte and hang out with us. We would that love it. That
1: sounds great.
0: Well, we talked about in case you missed, Anthony. We were talking about as far as Bree, what she dropped the knowledge before we went on. Uh, we went live here that she she would she was, and to this day she might still sing privately more you know more than she does publicly but you know from what she was she was telling us about you know auditioning out for american idol um how she done it for for many young years and and she's still young don't, don't be fooled she said she got married at 19 and anthony i want you to take a look because she looks all about 21 22 even though she might be a little bit you know a little bit older but at, to me you, you're not gonna fool me
1: oh, two kids I'll take it.
0: but I'll yeah, take still it. young well, your husband does too because I saw your Instagram post. You're, both you and your husband, both you guys, look way younger than what you he's probably watching are.
1: Watching this right now, and I bet he's celebrating right now. I actually, I just, I just celebrated a milestone birthday, so I will take that.
0: Well, that's good. See, and and again, listen, everyone. I think we all grace. You know, we. We hope to age beautifully and gracefully as long as we try and keep the stress level down, but well, congratulations. First of all, have you belated birthday? That was the case. And then
1: in July. So I guess it wasn't that recent, but it was a (laughs) milestone birthday.
0: That's right. That's good. Well, is now is the anniversary coming up for the wedding?
1: Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it is. It's right around the corner. Actually last year we celebrated our 10 year anniversary. So if that gives you a little bit of, uh, information there about my age, um, Last year was our ten year anniversary, so eleven years in April, which is wild. I don't know how I'm old enough for that to be possible.
0: Well, that is crazy. But hey, listen, it we all eventually, yes, Father Time catches up with a lot of us. Even Tom Brady it's is finally catching up to him. Lord knows <laughs> he's been trying to avoid it for many, many years, but it, it's not the case. But no, listen, it it's good to see that you guys are taking care of yourselves. And again, it it's stressful. I know for you. For you and your husband, Drew Larrison from the Kokomo Post here, huge as he puts up there on the screen. Drew, thanks for, for tuning in. Did you bring him back? There it is.
1: Yeah, he is He is the uh, CEO of the Kokomo Post. So here he is.
0: All right. Well, Drew, <laughs> thanks for tuning in, Drew. We do appreciate it.
1: But, you know, it's
0: again, we as we get older, we all know this because it it, it, it it does catch up with us. We just hope that we age gracefully and more importantly because we we want to leave... Our own, I guess, kind of legacies behind. For our children, we want to make sure that we set them up for success. More, you know, more importantly, the Lord knows that Anthony is trying to do that for his son, which I'm pretty sure he's got to be really happy. And, you know, it's all these are, are steps that we try to do uh, to make ourselves better. And again, and just set examples. You know, we, we try to do the best we possibly can. Uh, and Anthony, I, and, well, let me bring you back up here. I'll bring Steel Spartan. Give me a second. Uh, Drew says the Glenn Davis announcement great for the league.
3: Thank you, Drew. Um I'm worried about my son because he's already asked me to get four basketball. <laughs> 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 so he, he works for the team. He can't just sign basketballs for you and your friends. So <laughs> he, he's really excited about him. but Drew, thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. And and like I said, you know, hopefully we'll get around the league and we'll play well and, and We'll we'll go deep in
1: the playoffs and meet Kokomo in the final. Oh, so, uh, come on now. <laughs>
0: well, the the gauntlet has been uh has been placed, I guess to say it the, the most politest way, but we'll see. It's gonna be the Southeast Division. I, I told you earlier, and the Southeast Division now somebody could be running away with it this year. And and we'll see. I know Central Bucks or Central Georgia with the Bucks, I know they're gonna try to make a run as well. There's a lot of great teams in the Southeast, but you guys Definitely stepped it up today,
3: but well, Wade's Wade's team is really good in Raleigh, so um, that's kind of where, where our measuring stick is. Um, trying to get to get to where Raleigh has been in this league, so um, we're excited. But our entire league, Georgia Soul, the Coastal Georgia Bucks, uh, Fayetteville is doing a lot. Central Florida is doing a lot. So our entire Gulf Gulf Coast. So our entire our entire division is going to be really really tough, and it's got a lot of talent some really, really good coaches in our league. So I've set the bar high for Glenn. You know, so baby, the bar is high. You got to bring some magic um, to what we're doing.
0: It definitely is. And Steel says I appreciate the compliment. Thank you. You're welcome. That's my
1: husband.
0: (laughs) Is it? (laughs) I told you
1: he would be really excited that you thought he was so young.
0: That's all right. Hey, it's uh, listen. I'm only going to speak the truth because it is true. You guys in the pictures. And so. All right. So you guys can go breed brag online on Instagram account and you guys can see for yourselves. They do look young, both you and your husband. So whatever you guys are doing, keep doing it.
1: I can feel my head getting bigger. It's just growing and growing right now. Thank you so much.
0: No problem whatsoever, but it, it, it's all about, again, having fun. And, and both Anthony, team market owner of the Charlotte Purple Jackets, of course, Bree Bragg with me here tonight, uh, taking some time away from Mom Duties, also from the Kokomo Post. And again, thanks to Drew for tuning in. Um, but upon your, your busy schedule, Brie, and, and we know, again, you have to juggle many hats, as you prepare now, as you said, you're now coming into the sports realm of the house, which is a complete different beast from what you do. And we'll get back to what you were you were telling me beforehand as well. Is it a much complete different setup for you compared to what you do in multimedia to get yourself then ready and amped up for the TBL season?
1: Oh, yeah. It's way different because, uh, you know... At my my job at the Kokomo Post. I, I cover a lot of entertainment and a lot of um, local information, and that's stuff that I'm all very well versed in. Um, it, it's my hobby outside of work. I really love entertainment. I really love knowing what's popular and trending, um, and I really love knowing everything about my city. So my job is a totally different ballpark than uh, the Kokomo Bobcats, because like we mentioned before, I have I've never done anything in sports uh, before the Bobcats. So this is my third season with them, um, and and I'm learning. I I still have a lot to learn, but, uh, you know, Coach Cliff has taught me a lot. The guys have taught me a lot. Um, Drew, who's watching, thinks that I could still brush up on some skills, which is true. I definitely can do that. Um, (laughs) But no, it's totally different because i got to switch hats, and I'm learning something brand new while just doing it. So uh, there, there there was no training going into that. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm winging it. I'm, I'm winging it. Really. I am.
0: No, but see now, now I will say Anthony could probably back me up on this one. When he was with the Connecticut Cobras, cause will be the first year down in Charlotte for him. But a lot of the guys and girls who get picked up by the TBL because it's opportunities. If anybody ever follows me on social media, they'll see every single time when I retweet something from the TBL, it is, it's opportunities. They're showing you how to grow. Whether it's growing your own brand, whether it's, you know, coming into the league and figuring out if this is something for you, because what a lot of people don't understand. And last year when I was with the with the Tampa Bay Titans, it's two hours, 34 minutes on a regular game. If everything goes well, where it's non stop talk and it's when you're by yourself, you really in the back of your mind, you have to think, OK, let me not repeat something that I end up saying in the very beginning. And then how do I keep the feed going? all the way to the very end and build the excitement. And even when you have your team, your team in, in the Titans, two, two games back-to-back, one game they were down by 22, another game they were down by 24. When you're doing the broadcast, it's different when you're trying not to be like, so uh, here we are, we're getting basted by 18 points, and uh, what are we going to do next? No, you got to keep everything kind of uplifted so that everyone who's hearing you, because you're within feet of everybody, of what's going on, you still keep it entertaining. Now, when they start coming back, in which the Titans did both games, and in one game they won by one, the next game they ended up winning by two. <clears throat> it's funny when you hear people saying in the broadcast field, "Oh, well, you can't show, you know, like your patronage to one team. You have to make it even for both sides." In which I try to do that like all the time, but it's hard because when you're rooting for the home team, that's what you expect. You expect for him to come back and and you know put that feeling in there. So I don't know if you've gotten the the, the chance within your first season of like feeling that way where it's like okay what do I do here how am I going to fill in this time and if there's minim- minimal things to talk about it makes it extremely hard so I'd like to get at least your input from your first year with Kokomo and like how is that experience now that you have that first year on your belt now leading into year 2
1: well well here's what made things less imitate or um, intimidating for me is that I'm there on court entertainment. So, uh, you know, I got the phone call before I even knew the team was coming to Kokomo. And and they said, hey, this professional basketball team is coming to Kokomo. It's going to be a really big deal. Um, We've been throwing around some some ideas, we really want an MC, and I've mentioned your name, other people have mentioned your name, and we really want you to do it. And I, and I told this person, uh, who, who was an old coworker of mine, I said, no way, you don't want me to do that. I don't do sports, I can't do that. And he said, Brie, we're gonna have a whole team of people, okay, we're gonna have sports announcers, we're gonna have analysis, we're gonna have all the people worrying about the important game stuff. All I need you to do is know the very minimum and come entertain the crowd said okay let me think about this so I I talked it over with my husband I said you're not gonna believe this they want me to MC a basketball team and we both laughed together because as stated I am NOT into sports so you know we thought about it and I I talked it over with my boss Drew and I talked it over with everybody and I thought I can't do this right and they all kind of encouraged me um, again very entertainment based less sports knowledge based So I thought, Let's do it. Let's give it a shot. So luckily, um, the TBL team and the Bobcats team, we are, are very much like a family there. Um, so Sam, who's the general manager of the Bobcats, he has helped me so much. He was really like a mentor to me the first year uh, because he does know sports. So I would really lean on his shoulder for those times that I needed to go out on that court and I need to talk about sports because not only do I get out there and I get people hyped up for the game and I get them excited and I interact with the crowd, um, I also adopted the responsibility of interviewing the coaches during halftime. And I thought, oh, I'm in trouble now. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and, and Sam really helped me with that. Uh, my husband has helped me with that. Drew has helped me with that. he They all come to the games. Um, And they'll they'll feed me some lines. They'll they'll bring me up to speed on what's happening during the game So I'm have enough knowledge to interview those coaches and now I'm starting to catch on I I still have a lot to learn But I'm starting to catch on now to where I can I can form those questions, you know Um, so yeah the first year real scary. No idea what I'm doing. Second year got a little easier, but not because I was pregnant during the whole season. So, so that got crazy. And now the third season, I'm ready to go. I feel like I have more knowledge than ever before. Um, so I think I feel good about it.
0: All right. Listen, and, and it's good, especially if you have, if you have people that are helping you out, that's even more important because it, it's, it's tough when you, When you walk into it, and I think this is where a lot of people need to understand what what goes on behind the scenes here. So when you get hired by a team and they tell you to, you know, come out and and learn about the team, you learn on the fly. There's no, oh, by the way, I'm going to give you the script or I'm going to give you this manual. And here's what's going to end up happening. No, what ends up happening is that you go, you start learning the players you start getting at least your average of what's going on. You do have the statisticians because it will. They, at the end of the quarter, they go run up the bleachers and they hand it to me. You know, and and you get to learn all these different things. But as the season continues, that's when you start hoping. Okay, what did I do? Maybe not so good on this one, and maybe where I can get a little bit better. Now, anything else like the feed, if something happens, equipment, everything else, that's something completely out of your realm, out of your. You know, there's nothing you can do on that behalf. But during the game. It's one of those things like in my mind when I'm doing a broadcast like okay, I I talked about this now I have to do that. There's nothing I don't ever write anything down and for anyone who's tuning in for the first time tonight and Steele, I'll get to your comment here in a second, but the the big thing is I don't ever write questions down. Why? Because it's all up here as far as what's going to what what happens and as everything flows during a broadcast of the games, it's the same exact way and what I try to do is remember something that happened maybe in the first quarter and come back and talk about it in a second. At the half, you're trying to recap in your mind because there's no, you know, we're not ESPN. We don't have people to be like, replay that tape and, and let's show you you know, exactly what you end up missing out. These are all the things you have to keep in the back of your mind. So I'm glad you've been able to get a taste of what goes on with the TBL. And it, it again, completely different from what you do during your day in your full-time job. Very much. Because it's just going to get a little more complicated as more teams get added, as different things end up happening. But it's, you do have a good cast, I will say that much. This year with Charlotte, I, I can't wait because I, I know Anthony's got a crazy lineup down there in Charlotte. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now with this huge announcement, I don't know how we're going to get people out of the house because at Steph Curry's place, it's going to be absolutely insane. I can't wait now. First, I couldn't wait until Draft Combine weekend. Now I can't wait until March 3rd, 4th, and 5th because it's going to be absolutely crazy. So it's just it's so much fun. I've I really enjoyed the time coming in with the TBL and uh, growing with them and, and learning about all the different team market owners, the different coaches I've had on, a couple of player uh, prospects that, that have come on. Um, Anthony reached out to two of the guys that actually were on the show. Paul Hill, thankfully, he got signed by St. Louis. That was really exciting. Junior's still waiting for his opportunity and hopefully he'll make it up there. But, yeah, this league, is, it's it's fun. I will say it's a lot of fun for those who want to make it fun. If you didn't have a good experience, well, you know you might want to check and see what you did yourself. But overall, it's a lot of fun. And Steele, let me get the comment back up here. She says that uh, she's not lying. She used to think free throws were a football team, a football term.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm notorious for saying your Bobcats are coming back out onto the field. So noted. I don't say <laughs> that anymore.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm learning. Right. I'm growing.
0: It's okay. Well, listen, first of all, before I get back to Anthony here, what, so what team does your husband like in the NFL?
1: He's a huge Steelers fan. He has been for a lifetime. The Steelers are not doing great right now, so my household is not that happy right now on football days. Uh, football Sunday has been rough here lately, but huge Steelers fan, um, which is the, the Steel, where the Steel comes into the Spartan there in that username. Big okay. Steelers fan. Um so yeah, um, I, I've been used to football, so I could maybe throw around a few football terms and, and convince you a little bit that I might know something. I don't, but I might be able to confuse it for a second. Uh, but yeah, basketball, we never did we were never a basketball family, but now we are, and now he's even told me that he he might be enjoying basketball more than football, which is like groundbreaking.
0: Wow I know. We'll see. All right, so let your husband know he has an open invite to come onto the show. Oh, so we come on show. We'll get into some talk <laughs> here. We'll into, uh, as far we will get as into theory. some talk here, and then, as far as there's also, for some reason, but, uh, echoing uh, myself here. But, uh, when your husband comes on, there's also when actually a good, on, friends, also of actually actually in a good friends of mine throughout Ohio. He would have they fun talking with them because he would have fun talking with them because they get completely as far as talking about the Steelers as as and how things didn't work out so well. He would appreciate probably going on their shows a lot crazier than what I would be. A lot crazier than what I would be. Because they're kind of like no holds barred over there. They want on their mind. Your husband has an open mind. Your husband we gonna to, and open we'll the to the come Steelers on, and we'll talk about the Steelers and what the Steelers are gonna do next season.
1: You know, we, we, talk, you know, about we, we talk about how I don't oh, know a lot about sports. I
0: don't know, know a lot about, I, about I'm learning there. I'm, I'm there. My husband doesn't know my husband a lot about podcasting. About podcasting so. So. Careful there. <laughs> Careful there. <laughs> All right. No <laughs> problem. No, no problem. No, Andy, now, no, you, no, you just also announced your coaching announced staff. are coaching oh, staff. Hold on. on. He just commented. He just, he just commented. I'm in. Just tell me when. I'm in. Just tell me when. There you go. There you go. I'll make sure I reach I'll out. I'll make out sure the, like, I reach out. Bray, just scary. look for it on Bray your on your ID. On your on your oh, oh, should so try
1: muting. should <laughs> so try muting. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's
1: We're, right.
0: Okay. Well, there we go. There we go. Maybe not. Maybe we, not. Might be we might be echoing, echoing we'll for a while, but we'll get through. Yeah, I, I, yeah not I, I, sure I'm not you too sure where you're came from. Let me let me Give you one second. I don't know where it came I from, know where it it came came from but I just popped pop him pop back button. over and see if it goes away. See if, see if, if it, it goes away. Hang on for one second. Did it work?
1: Let's see. I think it worked. Maybe. I don't hear any echo anymore.
0: I heard on my end, but let's see. we bring Anthony back in here see what happens. back in here and see what happens. Andy, you hear an echo or you? Andy, did you hear an echo or are you good? I I didn't hear an echo from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard an echo. No, well, I did for some no, reason. Well, and I did my friend, just, walked, and in and so my just show, walked in and she so so says you can Hopefully, no. So hopefully, no. So back out. Back but out. But, Anthony, 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 the lineup that you brought up. The lineup out, that you brought Glenn, Glenn Davis himself. Davis, himself. This coaching this coach staff How much And how I know, much, and I know During the off season, season, season And I know Your, your way up, way up at this point, I'm you're right, right, right and right At this point but, How's it but, been how's Playing it been this when entire this coaching, coaching staff together? together
3: Um My coaching staff Uh They're such a great Group of guys And they're so Knowledgeable Um we started with Kareem. Kareem was kind of an original um, when we first announced that the team was coming, Our one of our assistant coaches. Uh, he has been phenomenal. He, you know, during breaks and lows and kind of putting this thing together, he's kept the guys together, he's kept workouts going. Um, he, he's kind of been the glue between what we were building as an organization and the players. And then we were able to get Corey and Sam on the back end um Corey played uh, is a Charlotte playground legend. Um he played all over Charlotte, played you know, some college basketball. Um so he's he's a big guy in the Charlotte community. And then Sam Hold on did I you guys?
0: Uh you were just there and then all of a sudden you disappeared. Let's see what mm-hmm. happened to the feed here. Anthony, you were gone. Well, hopefully I'll come back here. <laughs> you may have disappeared. It may have been an echo that came in from his end. So hopefully Anthony will join us back in here yeah. momentarily. No problem. Yeah, it just, it happens. In the meantime, we can also talk about, I guess, by the way, how about uh, for those who are watching the halftime show, the halftime Super Bowl show, I'd I like to know how they pulled that one off.
1: The halftime what? Super Bowl show? Yeah. How they pulled it off last year how they're going to pull it off this no, year? No, how
0: they going to pull it off this year.
1: I don't know, but I'm so excited. If there's one thing I do love, it's a good Super Bowl halftime show. And I always get really excited for it every year. When well, my husband's making the sports bets, I'm typically the one making the entertainment bets. Um, and I am so excited for Rihanna to be the Super Bowl headliner. So I think that's going to be a great show. Um, if, if you are up to speed on Rihanna's career, she kind of took a backseat for the last several years. Um, and it's been, a, it's been a while since she's put out some music um, and she just put out the new soundtrack for uh, Black Panther, which is a really big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited to see her come out. I think she's going to do amazing. Um, but yeah, I love a good Super Bowl halftime show.
0: You know, I'm I'm dying to see what's going to end up happening here. I lost Anthony for a second. Maybe he'll end up coming back before we wrap it up here. But yeah, listen. Last year it was it was it was quite exciting. This year again with Rihanna, I think it's going to be super exciting. I I hope a lot of her the main hits that she's had in the past that she brings it in there. Which it would be nice if they would go over like the 22 minute mark with her because I think it would just be that much more of you know of a big show. The other thing too is, in in a lot of people have talked about it would be nice if they would move it. I know. It, because it's a big-ticket item, and it's Super Bowl Sunday. But it would also be nice if they would actually do it on a Saturday because a lot of us have to work on a Monday.
1: Yeah, Sunday is a struggle for Super Bowl. Uh, we also like to – we typically have a party for Super Bowl Sunday. So, you know, it, the Monday after is is a rough recovery, but I'll, I'll make an exception. I'll stay up late. I'll, I'll suffer the consequences the next day so I can uh, talk about that halftime show, so –
0: well, I'm hoping that this year, obviously, with my Eagles, as I've been sporting all night long here, we're playing San Francisco on Sunday at three o'clock. Thankfully, because so Philly has this thing where they will grease the poles because they don't want anybody climbing up there.
1: Really? It has been, yeah,
0: it's been an epic fail year after year after year because what ends up happening is people know that they already grease them. So what do they do? Is they actually form a human chain against a pole so one person will put their hand out and they'll climb surpass the grease and then be on top of the pole
1: oh my what what's the pole i i don't know the pole situation so so
0: it's your street signs um okay like where it says like don't walk so sure. your like stoplights, and then also the light poles so yeah you'll, you'll just have people climb all the way up to the top and they will just hang up there oh then, my
1: goodness
0: yeah it's either you watch them fall miserably all the <sighs> way down or you just see them kind of squirming and they'll get about halfway down the pole and then they'll hit the grease spot and then fight for the rest of the way down. But yeah, it's oh, been a thing man. in Philly for years.
1: Wow. That, that's really something there. That's commitment to watching the team. It is.
0: the. I will say, though, as much as ESPN and everybody else try to say that we were going to burn down the city and everything else, that 2017 Super Bowl win, I celebrated all night long. I can't tell you how many miles I up walking Took the entire week off from work because I want to make sure I went to the parade. I would love to say, if Lord willing, we get back there again, that I would make it back home for that second championship parade, but probably not. With uh, the TBL season kicking off right around the corner and, and the draft comment and everything else, I would, I would love to, uh, but it's probably good likelihood I, I probably won't. So all I can do is hoping for it, a, a good remainder end to the season here. But listen, Bree, don't want to take up too much of your time. Oh, also, before I, I, we end up wrapping things up, you also have an Amazon Marketplace, if I remember
1: correctly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a I'm a professional shopper, if I do say so myself. That's something <laughs> that I enjoy. You asked me my hobbies earlier, and, and I mentioned I, I really like live music and and local arts and things like that. I, I also really, really like shopping. That's a that's a hobby of mine. But yeah, I, I do that from time to time. Uh, more of a hobby, but. Yeah, I I like to find, I I guess a passion of mine is finding cool products and sharing them with people. I just really like to share things with people, I think, um, you know, so I think that's where that that accidentally happened.
0: (laughs) It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. And the only thing for me, I'm unfortunately, I'm not a shopper. The only thing if I do shop is all studio stuff. So that's Uh, about the the most I end up getting out of my own little entertainment because uh, I any job that I've had normally it's always been a uniform so yeah. I'm I guess good there because then I don't spend a whole boatload of money on trying to always replenish and stock up. So it works mm-hmm. out well.
1: I told you I, I like to know the trending things and that also involves fashion. So if there's an UGG boot that I need, I gotta go get it. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's all right. No, that's good. Well, now see now you have to buy them not only for you but for your kids as well. So now now you really have to have that fashion statement.
1: Yeah, it's a danger zone. I you know I my first child was was a boy and and that's great and I, I shopped plenty for him. But I have a girl now, so that's even more dangerous. So yeah.
0: Don't worry. He doesn't wait until you're lucky. If you pass the terrible twos with your son, hopefully (laughs) your daughter won't get it because if you do, it's, it's terrible. It lasts about six months, but either one, it just, it's terrible.
1: Yeah. I've already learned that the second one is built different. So this one is a lot more wild than the first go around. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I hope that spunk sticks with her and she grows up one day and people don't tell her she's boring and she can just keep going, you know?
0: yeah <laughs> hopefully not because boy, oh boy if not mom uh did you hear this at the age of 16 yes uh, and you got the trade so yeah she's we'll not see.
1: boring so far she's doing great
0: that's good that's really good but before i do let you go Bree. please let everyone know where they can find you if you want to share our social media and also for your home games and kokomo
1: yeah, for sure. Uh, you can find me everywhere, Brie Bragg online. That's two e's, two g's. That's that's kind of my thing there. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok, Facebook. Um, you can follow the Kokomo Post. We create a lot of content. It's it's very specific to to my city. So maybe I have you have some viewers here from Indiana or or Kokomo. Um, it, you know, we have a big following, but if you don't follow us, make sure you follow us because you can stay up to speed with everything in the city that way. Uh, but but right now we're doing some other really cool content that, that's not always specific to our city. Um, we do, I, I host a, a show every week called The Local Buzz where I highlight uh, local things happening, but um, kind of... Going into that, I also do some interviews with um, artists that, you know, that, that everybody knows, some artists and comedians and things like that, so we offer entertainment um, outside of our city as well, so if you if you want to follow us, go follow us over there, we're the Kokomo Post, we're everywhere, um, but yeah, if you just, uh, you want a good Amazon storefront, if, if you want to see a, some really cute selfies with my kids, or, you know, you, you want to see my thoughts on the Super Bowl halftime show, or... Some Bobcats action. You can uh, follow me at online, And we'll be covering lots and lots of uh, Bobcats content on the Kokomo Post as well. That's something that um, has intertwined beautifully there. And we have a really awesome and creative team at the Kokomo Post. And we dream up really, really fun videos to do with them. And uh, like David mentioned, I think it's really cool that we have the opportunity to highlight these guys because they're not just basketball players. uh, They're they're personalities too. And when people get to know them more, they love them more, and then when they come to the games, they can connect with them more. Um, And we have some – some people on the Bobcats team uh, that I I hope are coming back again. I I know in the TBL, they want them to progress and move on, but man, it's really hard to see some of them go. Um, But we have some OGs that I I think might be coming back. We'll see. Um, But they've they've become true personalities here in our city, and I love that we're able to highlight that. We do fun videos with them. Um, Like David mentioned, um, we're we're here in Kokomo, Indiana, and as a Kokomoan, when you travel outside of town, and people ask you where you from you tell them Kokomo Indiana they'll ask you like the Beach Boys song no (laughs) we just roll with it so we do fun things with them where last year we created a whole uh, Kokomo music video with the guys um, so that was played at halftime a lot. We did What's in the Box, and we actually brought in exotic animals from animal handlers, and that was crazy. So we have a ton of fun with the team. So if you're really into basketball and you're really into really funny content, then you'll be able to find that this year on the Kokomo Post, because um, we'll be doing it all again with the guys.
0: Well, that's awesome. That that sounds like a lot of fun. I might have to end up swinging by for a game, because that, that sounds can. pretty cool.
1: Well, but- I'll tell you. There is... No team and no fan base like the Kokomo Bobcats fan base. Uh, Indiana, of course, uh, widely known for basketball. That That is what Indiana is known for. But, man, Memorial Gym, which is where the Bobcats play here, the, the fans pack the stands. It is so loud. I am not exaggerating when I tell you my ears are ringing by the time that I leave that gym. The energy is unmatched. We have a drum line that really just fuels the vibe there at Memorial Gym. The Our, our little fans who we refer to as the Bob Kittens, the kids out there, they're so much fun. Uh, the players are always fun. The, the culture of the Bobcats, from what I've seen, um, it is really different from a lot of other teams in the TBL. Uh, they're just a really fun time. Um, and I, I'm really proud of the community aspect that they bring to to our community. So it's, it's been really great. So I'll tell you, Angel, you should come out to a Kokomo Bobcats game because I promise you you're gonna have a great time.
0: No, I may just have to do that this season, of course. And and we also tend to forget too that don't forget you guys can also get a subscription to the Kokomo Bobcats How? Through TBL TV. If you go to Panda TV, you guys will go to TBLTV.net. look at his description and you guys every the all 49 teams from the tbl you can find a subscription but also just drop in listen to what brie's doing with the kokomo bobcats and you can of course follow your favorite team but that's another way you guys can also hear the content if you are outside of indiana so if you're in spain if you guys are listening in tonight and you want to check it out of course time zone difference but subscribe to tbl tv and then you guys can follow brie as well on there so uh brie again thank you so much and your husband and drew for tuning in tonight and for putting the comments out there. I do appreciate it. And I look forward to speaking to you again. I'm pretty sure we'll do this again. Yeah. Maybe it's somewhere towards the middle part of the season. We can figure out exactly how the teams are doing. And then not only that, and get caught up with you because who knows, maybe we will be doing something else as well. So thank you again. Appreciate it. And I want you to enjoy the rest of your evening and have a great weekend.
1: Thank you, Angel.
0: You're welcome. And to everyone else, Enjoy your weekend as well. Don't forget, if you are here locally in Tampa for Gasparilla, you guys go out there, be safe. Please do not drink and drive. Call someone, call an Uber, call Lyft, whatever you have to do. And also, don't forget, Draft Combine is coming up this week. So this is kind of a preview to what's going to go on up there at Draft Combine. I can't wait to meet all the other team market owners up there. And with that being said, I'm Angel. This has been Broad Street South and Sports Radio 102.9. Enjoy the rest of your night.